Okay, Daf Chaf Gimel. That starts a new mimer, based on the pasuk in the parsha. Kisishma bekol Hashem lekecha lishmor es kol mitzvaysev asher nechem tzavchayim laseis hayashem ene Hashem lekecha. That you should hearken, listen to the voice of Hashem your God to observe all of the mitzvahs that I will command you this day to do what is upright in the eyes of Hashem your God. Now, in Tillim it says that I in Hashem, the eye of Hashem, is to those who fear Him. It also says, Hashem, the eyes of Hashem are to the tzaddikim. The point being, we know that Torah is called the inner key, the key to the inner chamber. Yira, reverence of Hashem, is called the key to the outer chamber. Like we say, that if a person has Torah, but he doesn't have Yira Shemayim, it's like a person who has the keys to the inner chamber, but he doesn't have the entry to get into the outer chamber. What does this mean? We have a rule regarding mitzvahs that the 248 obligatory mitzvahs are the 248 limbs of the king. Just as a person's limbs are an expression of their life force, so too the mitzvahs draw down the life force of the world to come to the tzaddikim, where they will sit and benefit from the radiance of Hashem that the Hana and the Tainug will be on Hashem, the Yorin Seif Baruch Hu, that has no end, and incomparable. And this is only a shine or a radiance that will be uh, visible and attainable in the Neshama, which is still ultimately a creation, Yeshmiyayim. What is it that brings out this characteristic in the mitzvahs, that draws out this radiance in Ganeden? This is the radiance of the mitzvahs themselves. Like it says in the Gemara, that schar mitzvah, mitzvah, the consequence of a mitzvah is the mitzvah in Pirkei And as it says that Hashem placed Adam in the Garden of Eden to work it and to guard it, to work it meaning through the observance of the mitzvahs and to guard it, to protect it through the observance of the prohibitive um, violations. And in this manner, we draw out the radiance of Hashem. Now, we have the rule that it is better one moment of tshuva and good deeds in this world than all the world to come. In light of this, how much more so, that a person has to draw down the radiance into his service in this world, and that in Olam Hazah, which is comparable to the entryway before Olam Haba, which is comparable to like a person has to prepare himself, that in this world, he can only benefit from the grasping of the wonderfulness of Olam Haba. The Shkar Mitzvah in this, in, is not in this world. It's only that the Amuna we will live with it. <clears throat> now, in Olam Haba, that's where you have the Shamas without bodies. And there it can radiate the, uh, the Ziv, the uh, glory of the Mitzvah in a manner that's revealed. But here in this world, when the neshama is invested in a body, it has to come up with uh, various aids and so on to have it revealed within the nefesh. And how is that? Through contemplating that Hashem fills all worlds. You made the heavens, the heavens of the heavens. You formed their servants. And those who serve you stand in reverence and they hear the sound of your voice, the afanim, the chayis ha-kodesh, with great clamor and so forth. And from here, it falls to a person, this reverence and awe. And this is the, quote, out, keys to the outer chamber. Or that is, you see how the angels are so uh, amazed by Hashem, so this prompts that similar amazement within the person himself. So that's the entryway, that's the mafteich um, ha'chitzena. Just uh, the, the, gl- the glimmer that makes its way down here into this world. And this draws out that Yira, like it says, that you will see his name in the deeds of his finger. 
Lift up your eyes and you will see who created all of this. Blessed is he who spoke and created the world. That the 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 um, the, the baruch that is taken from what he said is again only a tiny glimpse, a tiny inference. But the primary is the keys to the inner chamber, and that is when it's revealed bipnimius. The Giliorin Saif that is not categorizable as a quote world, like it says in the in the in the Navi Nehemia, Atahu Hashem Levadecha, you are Hashem exclusively, just like it was before the world was created. You were exclusive. I am Hashem, I do not change, it says in Malachai, because nothing has any significance. It is as literal not as it comes before Hashem, as it says in the Zayah. Now you, you, it says in Sefi Yeshaya. That key yud k Hashem sur oilamin the yud creates olam haba and the hey creates olam hazeh. That these are the letters of yud and hey in the thought of a person that has uh, a total bittel to the concept of thought and to the certainly to the very essence of his existence and certainly to all the levels of existence within this physical world olam hazeh olam haba to the oratz mesur and seif of Hashem where it doesn't even have the descriptive characteristic of being an oilam. It's totally as not before him. We just use the term so that we can understand it uh, like a tiny drop in the sea. And therefore, Hashem is truly alone. And that's what we desire. That's what we long for, that characteristic of godliness. Like it says in Pashat, meaning that we should have a passion and a desire that is that Hashem, the infinite, should be personalized in a manner that's evident. Like it says in the Zayar on the Pasuk, the literal translation, the common translation is, bring to me, take to me, truma. But here we understand it, that you take me. That is the total revelation of Hashem when we have total bit of Becholavav, etc. And this is through Torah, as the, the pastor continues. These are the words that I command to you today, which is Torah. I, my very being, not just some expression of self, not just a ziv and a ha'ara, but that is revealed through Torah, because Torah is called the voice. The voice is the voice of Yaakov, just as the voice draws from the heart into the spoken word, and it aligns Ruchnius with Gashmius. So, to, so too, Torah is the expression of the level of Pneumius, the Ore and Seif Mamish, to be invested in the Gashmis of Torah and in the mitzvahs which are contained within them. And therefore, we describe it as Kaira B'Torah, meaning not just reading Torah, but to like call, to summon, like a person summons his friend, he should come to him. Because Torah is the name, the mechanism through which we can call and get Hashem's attention. Just like a person's name. When it's called, it calls out his very being. So too, when we call in Torah, we, we call out This is Hashem's name, his wisdom, and his ratzai. That we may not be able to comprehend it, because based on uh, intellect, how is it possible that this could be written down? It's simply that this is Hashem's will. And therefore, <clears throat> Hashem's chachma has dictated that this characteristic is going to absolutely, of course, be beyond human comprehension. And yet Hashem makes it knowable to us, and therefore it's called the name, the mechanism through which we can evoke this infinite revelation of godliness. We open his hand, and he satisfies us according to his rutzoy, that is the level of rutzoy, the whole chai, <clears throat> that he has compassion on his deeds, erech ha'payim chasad, 
to be close to all who call him, to all who truly call him, who call on his very essence and not just on his name. Now, this is what it means when it says, Kisishma Bikal Hashem Likecha. Bikal, not Likol. We might have anticipated it would say, who listened to the voice. Rather, what it does say is, who listens in the voice, Bikal. And we're now on uh, Ahmed Bey's. We now understand, like we say, So what is the difference here? That the idea of kol is a drawing down from that which was hidden to that which is revealed. And the kol means that we understand, we comprehend it, we draw down the atzmis into this level of chitzenius. Bikol, which is the, what it's, the, the term that's used here, is bepnimius. We listen to bikol. It penetrates into our very being. It is drawn down from that which is hidden, from our own safe, that reveals this level to be total bittel. And this is what it says in the Medrash, beginning of Pashas Kisabai, on the Pasuk in Mishlei, Ashrei Adam Shemeili, that is, happy or, or, or wonderful to the person when his listening is me. That is, he hears in my voice. It penetrates his very being. It's not something separate. Likol would suggest something separate. Bikol means that it penetrates. However, there has to be a process. There has to be first the keys to the outer entry and then the inner entry. The outer end, the outer courtyard, the inner courtyard, like we find in the Megillah, that Esther stood in the inner courtyard of the king, Beis Hamelchapnimis, and Haman came to the base, the chutzr of the Beis Hamelchachitzayim. What is the outer chamber? This is the Psuki de Zimra. What happens there? We speak about how the angels and the praises of Hashem. So we get caught up in it. All the wonders that Hashem does, we praise Him from the heavens, all that He made, and so on. The Kriyas Yamsuf, etc. What is the inner Chatzar? That's where we have Kriyashman, its whole setup. Like it says again in the Megillah Sester, the king was sitting on the throne in the king's uh, inner chamber in his home. This is the level of Shemana Esrei where we have total bitl. And then the king extends the scepter, the golden scepter. This is the virtue of gold. This is the fire and the passion that is extended to us from the house to the inner court. You remember that's where Esther's standing. This is when she approaches the king. This revelation of love in Kriyashman, the fulfillment of Biahafta. And this is what it means that he has chosen and brought close to his courtyard his courtyards, that is the outer and the inner, that it should be sated with the goodness of his house, the house of Tefillah of Shemun Esrei, which is total bittel. And this is the drawing down of this bittel, that it should be penetrated and rooted in the heart of the person, that it should never be interrupted and should never be disturbed in his thoughts and so on. And how is that? That's through Torah. Like it says, you speak of them under all circumstances, when you're sitting in your house, when you walk in your road, that you call upon him in truth. Truth means Torah, the tr- lips of truth, that it is it lasts forever, as opposed to falseness, which is temporary for the love that is revealed in davening, which is at a certain time. And then as we commonly experience, we go out into the world and that level of intensity wanes. But Torah is higher than all of that. We take the very essence of Hashem, the Orein Seif, that surrounds the worlds. This is what is emphasized in Hayoim. When it says Hayoim, it means under all circumstances. It never gets interrupted. This foundation of Torah is founded on the mitzvahs, Asay and the mitzvahs, Leisa, say that are written within them. And therefore, 
the Urain Saif does not rest within Torah to be rooted within the heart unless you then manifest it in mitzvahs, both the obligatory and the prohibitory. You have to uproot the evil. God will not tolerate that evil. And the pure eyes will not look at evil. Like a home, that if you want the king to enter, you first have to clean it up from all of the debris and so forth. Similarly, the heart, if we want godliness to rest within it, we have to clean it up. by. And how do we clean it up? By avoiding the negative, the prohibitions by restraining our inappropriate impulses like anger and so on, and not following after the temptations of our heart and our eyes that lead us astray, that the Torah calls zoinim, like, God forbid, a seductress who tries to take a husband away from his wife. And that's why it says that if a person declares, all I have is Torah, he doesn't even have Torah, because the Torah that's not in a pure heart is called an outer uh, uh, um, uh, uh, dwelling that is less than even the characteristic of Yira. We're now on Amin Gimel. This is what it means. Lishmar is S meaning with to to guard with the mitzvahs, like we have a, a pasuk in Mishlei that says Hoylich es chachamim yachkem. If one walks with the wise, they will become wise. That is, with the mitzvahs, there will be a guardian and a protection that which Hashem has commanded to us through the Torah will be in fact protected and secured within us and will never be abandoned. Because in mitzvahs, there's two ideas. There are the mitzvahs, which are, of course, the 248 limbs that draw out the chais of the nefesh. They are kalim for the light that is burning within them. And without the oil and the wick, the light is going to evaporate. So too, without the menorah, it's all going to spill all over the floor and the flame will be gone. So too, a mitzvah is a candle for the light of Torah. That orange soif is drawn down in Torah, but it will not have any sustainability unless there is mitzvah observance, which is the way in which we protect and coddle and sustain the light of Torah, that it should be sustained within the fulfillment of mitzvahs in actual performance, regarding which it says, and this is the deed of tzedakah that brings about peace. The deed is the general idea of tzedakah's mitzvahs, and therefore it is called mitzvah. Tzedakah is just called mitzvah in the Yushami uh, uh, Talmud. Anytime it says there's just the word mitzvah, it means tzedakah. Like it says in Nehemiah, the manu aleinu mitzvahs, using the generic term mitzvahs to describe specifically about tzedakah, because tzedakah is what draws down the life force to uplift those who have fallen lowly. So too, the fulfillment of all mitzvahs is called a form of tzedakah. Like the Pasuk that says, through tzedakah you have established, that is, that through tzedakah we establish a place that can welcome the dwelling of godliness that will otherwise have no sustainability unless it has the tzedakah, which is the general concept of mitzvahs, which again sustains and nurtures the light of Torah. And that's why the Gemara says that if a person declares, all I have is Torah, I feel a Torah ain't like, this meaning simply that if in order to engage in Torah and gemilas chasadim, and not just in Torah, because the idea of Torah by itself is like a light without a keli, and it will not be sustainable unless it has gemilas chasadim, which is mitzvahs in general. And now we understand what the Pusik says in Yirmiya, that through this, while well, shall you praise those who praise, those who are wise and those who know me. For I am Hashem who does chesed, kindness, and mishpat, utstaka ba'aretz, justice and righteousness in the land. 
that seems odd. What does it mean? That is that there should be a knowledge of Hashem. And why does it conclude that I do chesed? But as we explain that when it says he thinks about it and he knows me, it means me mamish. This is the orange safe mamish that is revealed in Torah. But this will not have true sustainability unless there's going to be chesed and mishpat and staka, which is kalim. And the reason why it's going to be dafke kalim, so the Pasuk explains, of course, this is what Hashem desires. This is the will of Hashem, that mitzvah specifically should be the kalim to contain and express the Gilear and Saif. This level of Hayoin today is when you will do them is a revelation of Anoichi which is not the case in Olam Haba, which is the revelation only of a slight glimmer. And now we understand what the Pasuk means when it says, in Tilim, who can come up to the Mount of Hashem? Who will stand in this holy place? Those who are of clean hands. That not everybody is unless they've gone through, the, continues, the sufferings of Gehenim and the river Dinar. Like it says, there are three gifts that Hashem gave to the Jewish people, and they were only achieved through difficulty. Yisurim, Olam Haba, Yisrael. And the Yisurim of Olam Haba are doubly doubled from all the, 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 the sufferings of, of this physical world. We're in Amadala now. Now, this seems unusual. We say what's better one moment of Chuba Maisim Tevim in this world and all the world to come. So why is it that we're describing that in this world you can do Chuba Maisim Tevim? You don't need to have Yisurim suffering in order to have Olam Haba. But point being that Olam Haba is the revelation of the glory of Hashem. But just that, that this revelation is a diminishment, the Hishtalshalis, from the in, uh, abundance in order that this should be revealed to every single person according to his capacity. So it's attenuated to the recipient. And therefore, there's going to be a challenge uh, to tailor it to him. That's the Yisudim. But in Olam Haza is the Gilev here it says, even darkness cannot darken. Those who are close to me, all who call to me in truth, God uh, doesn't distinguish. He, he, he uh, makes equal the big and the small. Even the malachim say, where is God's glorious place? They are looking for it when it's here in this physical world. And that's what we say, malakola aritz, this physical world is where God's glory can be found. Now, the ultimate objective, when it says that you will listen to my, the voice of Hashem, is the drawing down of the Orin Saif Baruch Hu, that it should be revealed to us through the observance of all of the mitzvahs, that it should be a keli for this light, in order that it should have a total bittal to do that which is right and upright in Hashem's eyes. As we explain, it, it says in the, in the Navi Shmuel, Kel Deis Hashem, God of knowledge. Why is it plural? Knowledge is Deis. There's two levels, Yichud Ilah, that is Hashem's perspective, Yichud our perspective. Yichud Hashem's perspective, looking from above to below, that no thing has any substance. As it comes close to Hashem, it comes closer to nothingness. Yichud which comes from below to above, is a yesh like we explained. And they're both the divine powers. Yichud is Elikim, that is compressed into this world that's full of division, the yesh and so on. And it's a bit of yesh. Yichud is Shem and like it says until Hashem from heaven does Hashem look down. He looks down from his exalted abode in the heavens. Hashem This means that is invested within this in the level of Shemayim from above to below. That is the level of Yehudi law. That sometimes it's invested within this level that it should be revealed and should be comprehended in this capacity that is from below to above the level of Yehudi Tata. 
And this is what it means that Hashem's eye is to those who fear him. That the fearers is the level of, again, the outer the chamber, the key to the outer chamber, that it grasps this level of one eye, ayin Hashem al-Yereyev, but to the tzaddikim, which is a level of touch unity, that it is Hashem stands with one, the heavens and the earth, and like Gunkula says, they are absolutely unified. It says, enei, plural, the eyes of Hashem, that both levels, the up, down, down, up, it is all uh, equally as insignificant. Like it says that when the Yidin do the will of Hashem, this is in the Medish and Shira Shirim, Hashem looks down with two eyes. Like it says, Ene, plural, eyes of Hashem to the tzaddikim. And when they are not doing the will of Hashem, he looks them with only one eye. Like it says, Ayin Hashem el Yedeyev. And like it's explained, in Tilim it says that the upright will see your essence. What does it mean, the upright? That from below to above, it reveals this level of bittel, where no item, no thing has any stature as it comes closer to Hashem, like it says, ayin ba'ayin yiru, that is the ayin that's from above to below, and the ayin that is from below to above, like it says in the Zayar, that one should be with one, that the level of Yehuda Tata should dwell and be revealed in Yehuda Ilah, because without the gila of Yehuda Tata first, you're not going to get the Yehuda Ilah. There's not going to be any conflict. And regarding this, we say, like a person who bows to his friend and he says, yes, what you are saying is true. So too, we bow to Hashem. We come to sort of his perspective that no thing has any stature as it comes closer to Hashem. Not just a yesh miyayin. And as the Gemara tells us that if a person doesn't bow, etc., it says that they'll, the, the, their, their spine will be like a snake and so on, that there has to be this hoidah at least. And in order for this to be revealed in this level of bittel, like it is above, this is through Taita. Like it says, that it should be called the Pneumius of it. The Pneumius is the Orein Seif Baruch Mamish that is higher than Seder Ishtalshlis. And that's where up and down it's all the same. And therefore it is drawn down to be a total revelation down here like it is above. And this is what it means when it says, what is Yashar? Yashar means the direct vision. That is, both, uh, both eyes, that it should be straight, it should be equal, one-to-one, eye-into-eye in Yeru. One,